Hello? Yeah, hello? Yes? Yeah, I'm looking for an artist. Oh, okay. I'm looking for an artist. Alright. Yeah. is percolating I think did you say you wanted half and half or no I'm good black's oh. fine thanks what's up dude how you doing thanks for coming thanks for having me man it's it's it's, it's a pleasure to be here it's a ple- the pleasure's mine already <laughs> I can tell you it's ours everyone who's in here we got Julian here Jacob and Ben and Brian Bonds yo yo what's up I'm I'm enjoying today. It's uh, it's it's beautiful out. It's finally you know no North Face coat weather and uh, always yes. puts me in a good mood. So it does. Uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing good. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well. And happy holidays in general. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Um, yeah, just taking it easy. So what I I usually start the podcast with question of the day. So I'm gonna offer you two choices. Sounds good. Just because one of them I've used before and the other one I haven't. So sure. if you, the first one is, if you were in, if you could be in any movie and you could either be a character from, a specific character from that movie or your own character, what movie would you be and what character? Or if you could jump into an any machine, and this is what an any machine is, it's not a time machine. But in any machine is a machine where you can go back or forward to anything as anything for any length of time doing anything. So you could be, you know, that drop of sweat that dripped from your head on that one, like, recreational basketball game that you won as a six-year-old or whatever. Hmm. Um, Those your, that's your choice. Yeah, the, the, these, these are some serious questions. Oh, dude. Nothing yeah. but the serious. Yes, I like it. I like here. it. Um, uh, let's go. Let's go with the the. If I were able to to travel or have access to the enemy machine. Oh please. Yes. Thank you. So, um, it, and is it okay if uh, if I chose to be myself still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if that was not against. Uh, so I would probably. Um, go and travel back to um the first time I went to California. I went with mm-hmm. my my parents and a friend of mine, and my dad uh for some reason like freaked out and didn't get on the plane, so we went with my mom and um and and so my it was just my mom, me and my friend and and brother and um we got on the plane and we went there and it was the first time we experienced like the Santa Monica beach. And, uh, it was really just this really cool moment, great weather, beautiful, beautiful sunlight. 
And uh, and I just remember my mom looking so relaxed, and it was such a good good vibe. So it, I wish I could relive uh, just that first experience on the beach. As 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 cheesy as it sounds, it was such a uh, that doesn't sound cheesy. Yeah, it was it was it was a chill, good vibe, and I had never been to the um, West Coast, and so it was such a beautiful uh, first trip. You know, I, I had known beaches in, in Florida, but not not um. Not there. No, that um, doesn't sound cheesy at all. My question of the day for you was going to be something about... I was going to like make a parallel with the movie Inside Out. Yes. Uh, with core memories. I see. Would you say that that was a core memory? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah. Core memories are super important, and I didn't like think of a way to articulate those until that movie came out. Yeah. And then I've been in retrospect. I'm like, whoa, these m- memories have kind of like shaped... Who I am and yeah. and what I'm doing now. Yeah. So like part of what I'm doing now is this podcast. Kind of stumbled upon it. Nice. Uh, my and um, one of my core memories is like uh, you said that your kids are great as long as they're asleep. Yeah. That yeah, reminds yeah. me of like a classic <laughs> like, dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad, sure. man, he would just talk to strangers everywhere, and he would find the things in them that they were interested in yeah. and somehow he could just talk to them about anything because he found that one through line, that one connection. Yeah. And he said that his dad used to do that. And when he was a kid watching his dad do that, he was like embarrassed about that trait. Interesting. And now it's something that he sees himself doing and he gets a lot of joy doing that. Hmm. So I'm kind of trying to do that with artists. Yeah unlock things uh, in artists around me that I know, like things that I that I didn't know about those people, or maybe like artists that I don't know at all and trying to get like a temperature on what they're doing and how long they've been doing it. Yeah. So you are for sure an artist. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, it's funny I, when you kind of dive in and, you know, put your blinders on sometimes and you zone in on like the project you're working on. I, uh, and, and, you know, it's project and project and, and, and next thing and the next thing, you, you know, you don't, you, I, you know, you don't realize that you're working on multiple different mediums and projects and, and, and you're an artist because you, you're developing this, this trade and this skill yeah. and, and, and you're, you're also devoted and committed to, uh, you know, putting out your message and mission, whether that be, uh, a song, a poem, a movie, whatever you're acting in, dancing, you know, whatever. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that, I, uh, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good because sometimes I have guests on here that, that haven't really thought about identifying as an artist themselves, and it's kind of like us discovering in what ways they are an artist. Yeah. But I also like artists that are sure of that, and they recognize that. Yeah. But they're not caught up in like, like I'm an artist. But yeah, they just yes. do the work. Yeah. Yes, I'm an artist, but it's because I do the work. Yeah. So like, what what are you doing right now? What's up? So right now, um, I am in the middle of um, working on a web series that my friend and I that I grew up with, this kid Mike Rizzo. We grew up in Bay Ridge. We started um, this web series called Bobo Touch Helpline, and Bobo Touch is the comedy duo that him and I run. We used to do these sort of Beastie Boys-esque PSA, subway rule kind of etiquette stuff, and ultimately I was like, you know, this is cool, but not everybody, even if we're bad on purpose rapping, 
not everybody really gravitates towards music the same way I feel sometimes they do with a visual sort of story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like people might hate a movie, but they'll watch the entire thing. I think if huh. they hate a song, sometimes I think they maybe this is of course a dumb assumption, but they're quicker to turn it off or change it. Um, I feel like music's such a particular kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, so we developed this show, and it's been really fun to do so. We work with like local businesses to use different locations, and uh, it's all self-produced. And we've luckily, you know, we're shooting the fourth episode uh, next month, and uh, we're going into, it, it's gotten to a few festivals, which is cool. Uh, we recently got back from Slam Dance, which is a indie film festival that happens the same week and area as Sundance. So it's like this really cool networking opportunity in Park City, Utah. And it was really cool. It was the first time they did episodic content, which is cool. And uh, so we were with a bunch of different web series. And then we just shot a documentary on this guy who's obsessed with the Ninja Turtles. He grew up collecting Ninja Turtles. And this was cool. opposite different kind of stuff that we're, we were doing is kind of, it's still funny, but it's going to be that documentary format following his like memorabilia collection at his home. And then on top of huh. that, I'm also working on some music too that I'm trying to put out either as a single or EP um, something shorter. I feel now music uh, to doing an album is is always fun to do, but it's such a big project. I feel it's, it is, yeah. It's consuming, and and you know, rather than be like, let's let the deadline or these two songs mix them, let's put them out. You know. So when you just told me everything that's going on, my brain just went, what, what, what? Yes, yeah, sorry. You know? yeah, yeah. So, but when I visited your website, yeah, my brain did the same thing. Because I'm like, oh, this guy's doing, you're, you're doing a lot of things. And my issue is like, for me, yeah, if I, when I'm trying to do like all these different things, I, um, I feel not tired, but I feel like artistically spread. Not even too thin. I just do feel spread. So, like, it's cool to see somebody successfully doing it with the balance. Yeah. And I listen to your music. I've watched some of your your film work, and it's high quality. Like, Thanks, it's man. really, really like easy to listen to, and it's engaging. You know, it's yeah. not it's not the song that I'm just like, okay, next. Like, gotcha. oh, what? Whoa, layers. You know, that's awesome. So. Thanks for being here, and I'm excited to like kind of dig into yeah, what you're man. doing. So, so speaking of like me. all these projects that you're doing, yeah, how do you find yourself starting a project? Is it yeah. is it like you know you wake up at two a.m. one morning with an idea, bring it to some friends, and you're shooting it the next month, or is it you you just are in the right place at the right time kind of guy? Uh, I think it's more of the first one. Hmm. And I, I do think it's it's you know an idea will pop in my head. Um, you know the last episode we shot, I was on the train once and I was like I saw some people asleep. They looked vulnerable. One one guy had his mouth open and you know I was like it would be so messed up right now if somebody came in the train and started kissing them. Like that would be it's just <laughs> messed up. And and so I developed this idea and I was like we got to do this like Son of Sam esque story about this guy the kisser who has bugs and like puts bugs and kisses people and puts like puts bugs in the in, kiss in, well he'll if you're sleeping with your mouth open he'll oh, drop it like out of a mason jar like his bug collection he'll drop it and he lives with his mom he'll drop the bug 
in your mouth while you're sleeping. But if you're sleeping with your mouth <laughs> closed, he'll he'll kiss you. Is it like a peck um, or a, or kind of like it's a like slobbery? A yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a peck. So so that was an idea that we That's eventually funny. developed. But then sometimes, like the 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 Ninja Turtle documentary, the guy Jonathan. He is a longtime friend of us and was like, hey, like, let's let's do this. And we're like, let's do this. This is like when someone's amped about an idea and they have their their shit together, like a buddy of mine is helping writing and creating this fourth episode. I had an idea, but he had an idea and I was convinced by his originality and, and drive. He's like, I want to do this. And so hmm. when people come and, and people are serious and they want to work, too, it's always a re- like I get like kind of high off that. I'm like, yeah. oh man, this is the, this is cool. You're excited too. Yeah. And kind of what we were saying earlier, like it really having that support system of people that are enjoying what they're doing. They're also kind of like, you know, your X Men crew of this person's great at After Effects. This yes. one, she's a singer. This person's great at this. It's like we're all part of one big team. Yeah. And we're playing different roles. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's true. So. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like that. I, I've been lucky to be involved with some projects that maybe a friend of mine has developed hmm. their kind of thing and they brought me in. Like I, I, I like did something for a small FX animated series that's not out mm-hmm. yet, but that was more because he was like, hey, you should do this. And so sometimes it, it's, I think the more hard you, the, the, the harder you work, people around you who are doing that may seem like bigger and better things or in different places, they can see this. And I think people recognize your your energy and respect uh, as an artist as you grow. And I think that's I think that's how opportunities actually I feel happen maybe. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because sometimes you see people or you mm. know people and they're like out of nowhere. They're like, they made it. They, they, or they, they were they networked and they're really well connected yeah. and you and and you're like but that person's kind of a dick or or they yeah. weren't or they deserve that you know everyone's right. different of course but you know but I it's I feel like it's also very rare that yes. someone just popped up it's like maybe you know what maybe they are a dick but yeah. maybe they also put in the work it's or they met the right it's people true. yeah you know yeah. but they didn't pop up out of nowhere mm-hmm. it's not just like like yeah. with a Chris Pratt. Yes. The Office was not his... Maybe it was a breakout role for him, but yeah. it was not his first gig. No. Like, it's yeah. evident in the work. If you just look at his performance, you're like, it's this true. is not the first time he's been doing this. Yeah. So it's like, people don't just... No, they don't. They're, and they're, they're, it takes practice to even entertain where they want to be if they be successful, you know? So right. you're right. They are putting in the work. Right. And and that, and that of course, I do respect that, you know? And... Uh, and it's just it's 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 always uh, it's always great to see those types of artists to evolve. You know, like if yeah. it's a new pop star or something like that. Yes. Sort of like uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, I don't even know. Is it Carly Rae Jepsen? I'm saying yep. her. Yeah. You're saying she's it right. kind of just like become a different artist over time, and it's mm-hmm. things like that. Of course, that she comes from a background of practicing and and, right. and, and knowing. I mean, her maybe trade. this is low low hanging fruit but justin bieber yeah the same thing he had to go through puberty yeah after his hit baby baby yeah. baby he went to like some really <laughs> yeah beautiful singing still it's true like, even if you don't like the music it's his voice is pr- really pretty yeah um and that's work yeah oh, without a doubt um so when did uh when did you start to have this artistic inclination towards things 
When did this start? I think I think when I was younger, my older brother, who he's four years older than me, he plays guitar. He in my band, and you know, I always saw him playing, and it's just an inspiration. And my parents were really my mom's an artist, and uh, she paints, and my my dad loves loves music, and uh, so it was all kind of in like instruments were a big deal at my house and over time it was uh you know i was like i want to i really loved like grunge growing up of course like nirvana and and that kind of stuff and of like 90s hip-hop and i wanted to do something in that space as a, as a musician you know i i I as a kid, it, as a kid, yes. Yeah. Did so you I, play as a kid? I did. My parents got okay. me a drum drum set when I was like seven, and and just kind of started from there. I auditioned to get into different performing arts schools, and I ended up going to my local high school. I was so bummed about it, but then I ended up loving it. Oh. It was a great experience, and you know, you're kind of figuring everything out, and you're young. Right, right. But I, I think that's when it kind of started, and I did love film. And and acting then too, I was always like mm. you know being a, a weird lunatic, you know making voices and stuff at home. But but yeah, I would say I would say early on. I mean, it was maybe you were being a weird lunatic, but yeah. in your mind, it was totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just one of my voices. Yeah, it made sense. Uh, that's great. I mean, I have this theory. And maybe it's not a theory. Maybe it's just it is what it is. But I see a lot of um, people that are in the industry that have never had experiences outside of the industry. Like they worked as a kid, they go to school or maybe not to do what they've already been doing, but to do it better. And then they graduate and then they're doing it at a bigger venue or they're just, you know, they're just performing. That's their life. And all of their core memories may be tied to some sort of like dress rehearsal, tech rehearsal, we're shooting, we're on set, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think that if you neglect true and raw experience, yeah. like what are you going to bring to the work? Yeah. So in many ways, like you can look back at going to your local high school as a as like yeah sub, as subject material. Yeah. A well that you can draw from now. Yeah. And I think if if I had missed those aspects of my life, those times of my life, I don't think I would be interested in any of the stuff I'm doing now. Yeah. You know. So I think it's important, but, um, so what instrument did you play first? Was it drums or? It was drums, but then I tried like playing guitar a little bit. And my brother is one of those dudes that can shred and he doesn't like, but you know, he's like a well, you know, uh, you know, talk guitar player and, and I couldn't do any of that shit. I was like, wow, like you could basically do that song and figure it out. But I wanted to, I was really thought what Dave Grohl did with after, you know, Nirvana breaking up and the Foo Fighters and him being this front man for the Foo Fighters, sure. it was like this cool drummer became, you know, and also like the Beatles switching instruments and say, oh, this guy wrote this song. So I wanted to just have that. And I, I was always felt like I have, I could, I want to write a song. I want to sing. Right. But I, over time you, you sung and then you went, I didn't know how to sing. I, I didn't even know what pitch was and then i went to like choir concert choir in high school and i was like oh shit this is this is they're teaching me how to sing and you learn all these new techniques you know and um and so it's it's uh so yeah that's kind of where 
uh, yeah, this is like with those those two instruments, guitar and drums. Was there a strong arts culture at your school growing up, or were people more into sports or what? Because I was playing sports my whole life, yeah. and then I remember seeing a theater. You know, I saw a show and yeah. a theater program that was in its early stages of development. Like it had been there before, but they had recently under, undergone some new direction. Yeah. And the shows were taking off in quality and popularity. And I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, snap, like this may be something I'm interested in. Yeah. But sports reigned, you know, like that's part of the reason I was doing sports is because I grew up watching high school varsity. Just, whoa, dude. So what was it? What was the what was it like at your school? That's what I think I was first worried about in general was like. I would. I went to a school that seemed like the kind of every American suburban high school, but in in in, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and it was it did have like a lot of football, like very sports. But they did have a, a a good theater program, and that's kind of how I got looped into doing more acting, learning how to like you know sing these like you know I did Pippin, you know, mm-hmm. and and so. Which was crazy to do and learn all this stuff. Like the, this person does that. Like that person does the lights, props. Like you're gonna dance now. Like learn these dance moves and learn how to use your voice. And 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 I, I as time went on, I didn't want to get like by senior year, I wanted more to be out of the school as soon as as early as I could. You know, when you, yeah. you're. But it, it it was pretty 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 like there was big like with the concert band. That was I didn't do that, but and. I, I don't know why I didn't do that. Sometimes it would. I wish I kind of went back and was able to be like, let me learn this. Like, I love trumpet. I don't play right. it. But, like, why didn't I learn how to read music like that and go in and kind of, you know, I, over time, learned how to play the instruments through other musicians or teachers, not like, I went to school and I picked this up. The same thing with wood, wood shop or whatever. Yeah, I didn't, do, yeah, I didn't yeah. do any of that stuff. And Did I feel, they have it in school? They did, and they also had drivers ed, but they didn't really promote that. Like at, at, at like Laura's like college, they were uh, high school. They were like, "Oh, you're this is part of your course here in mm. New York." It's more like you're taking the train, or you know, right, just, right. They, well, they, you they, they really didn't really push that, but it it was there, but it wasn't heavily promoted. But huh. between concert band, um, theater, and I guess really kind of sports, they they were big with. Um, you know, just all of uh, all of that. So there were definitely clicks, you know, but you learn some of the girls in the theater were the cheerleaders and you start to learn, oh, this guy looks intimidating, but he, he's ripped. But now he's going to spot me in weight training class. And eventually there were clicks, but people, you know, high school is a weird time in general, I feel, for Very. anyone. I mean, when you take a step back, I was I was a much different person. I feel I was hmm. excited and 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 just you know very chatty, but it's like a weird time. I feel for anyone who's just kind of going through, you know, your hormones are changing. You don't yeah. know what like you don't know what yeah. to like dress. You like have it's like you barely figured out how to use your body. Yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> the hormones kick in, yeah. and you're like, oh well, not only do I have to relearn that, but I have to relearn what that means socially. Yeah, high school's weird. Yeah, and you see older kids doing like crazy things, so you want to like be involved with that, or 
you know, but you're not an yeah. adult. And you, or they're yeah. normal things that in your kid brain, you're like, that's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, it kind of yeah, changes exactly. their, your perception of them. Totally. And then you're their age and doing, <laughs> like, crazier stuff. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Put things into perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the trouble of looking back, because you can just be like, "Whoa, th- you know, yeah. this was really like that." Oh man, I was that was so silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so you analyze stuff differently. I hear you. You can, but I kind of want to do that with you. So sure. from like high school to yeah. to what? Where'd you go after that? What'd you do? I um started going to Kingsborough Community College because I was probably gonna eventually go to Brooklyn or but I didn't know what I wanted to do right off the bat so I went there for my associates and then I pretty much was gonna do more school but then I was working on my own solo project and uh and 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 also a friend's band I was playing drums it was like a set of brothers my brother his brother and is like this whole family band and it was it was fun but then we got booked on this tour and then I was also booking my own shows and then once I put my own album out I signed to a subsidiary of Warner Brothers this, at the time this label called Triple Crown Records they're still a label that, uh and they're independent they're based out in Long Island they did like they like brand new is on the label Kevin Devine who I play with he's on the label as tall as lines a few a few bands hmm. Um, uh, and, and so he, he's a great guy, Fred Feldman, and he put out two of my records. And so I did that and I just like lived in Sunset Park or if I wasn't paying rent somewhere, I would like throw my stuff at my parents' place. Lived in Sunset Park? I li- or I, at yeah, Sunset Park? I lived, in, oh, sorry. Yeah. In the neighborhood Sunset Park, <laughs> okay. not in the park. Oh my yeah, God, okay. that'd be crazy. I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's yeah, hardcore. Yeah. I live in a tree. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like this is not Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I lived in that neighborhood, and like it was cheap rent, and I was able to swing. I was like four hundred bucks a month for my room, and it was able to swing that, and still tour. And so that's kind of how I started with being so active with music, being like, this is what I want to do. I want to just, and as I toured, you know, you're you you meet new fans, you grow. Mm. This this you, you social media also started too. Mm. So when we first started, it was MySpace, which was this of course yeah, silly dude. thing, right? But it did have the best layout of a of for an artist or a music artist. Yep. It was your picture, your yep. blogs, your your comments, and you know your music player. And you could have music playing when the web page yeah, came up. Like. Yeah, it was crazy. So. Facebook didn't really. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of waited for a while because they didn't have pages just yet, and and, and right. Instagram wasn't created yet. But I didn't understand the right like the, the social media thing. I thought it was cool, as you could stay connected and you have this visibility and this profile. But ultimately, even like the rise of YouTube, like we can search any show we missed, or right now live stream Coachella or something. It's right. that's even crazy. Right. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I. Uh, I did I did that kind of th- those records and I wanted to do that more and tour and then when I wasn't home and there was like a, a down period I would then uh I got into doing teaching artist work mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. teacher's assistant for um Wingspan Arts and Making Books Sing and and Broadway Bound a few different companies that 
um, were nonprofits, and uh, it was great. Sometimes I'd work for another company in the morning and then another company in the yeah. e- evening, but then if I had to tour, it was just th- very easy to kind of make that transition. Because and of those jobs. Because of those jobs, yeah. Right. And, and in Park Slope, there was a bar called Bar 4 that was like a big music mm-hmm. uh, hub, and I would run sound there at the open mic and mm-hmm. eventually bar attended there, so... Those kind of jobs, those people knew what my sort of life was like and where, like, if come and go when you can. Um, and, and and eventually I was like, this is fun to tour, but I, I did get tired of doing that. It's tough, you know. You're When you when you do things like loop the country twice in a row and you're only home for a couple of days and then you do so much, you almost lose, like, that becomes the norm. It's like that, yeah. that, that routine. And it's, yeah. it's also an amazing thing to, to do if you want to do that. And it's a great way to see the country, too, yeah. you know, in the yeah. world. From my friends that have gone on tour, they say the same thing, yeah. that it's great, but it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of my musical theater friends who got gigs on, like, cruise ships, when they're not call, when yeah. they're not at call for the show, they're just, like, Biking in the mountains, wow. sailing, or getting jacked. Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. that's great. Yes, that you can do all that because you're a tenor and you can sing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's true. 2019, baby, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it is kind of crazy. So, what? Because I'm curious of your experience. What was yeah. it, your rose and thorn of your tour journey? I think. Um, I you know some of the high like the the highs and lows. Yeah, you can get as specific yeah. as you want. I I you know there's a certain thing of what people I think measure success and what success means to them, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think when you're able to play alongside, whether you're on a festival or you open up a one-off show in New York with people or artists you grew up listening to or you respect or yeah. currently listen to. Yeah. When that happens, I think, and is is like, to me, really hitting it, you know, because it's like you get to meet the person you listen to and like, uh, and you're also like you've come to a point where your own music project is playing and you're sharing a bill together, and it's it's really, I think, a cool moment when that happens. Yeah, And that, to me, I think is like really... Uh, hitting a, a a great point of or measuring to my my you know success. I don't know what gets better than that. I mean, I'm sure like you know being the headliner of Madison Square Garden. If you had that, I mean, that's great too. You know, Radiohead's success is, yeah. I mean, all this. So many people's success is great, but I, I think um, being able to play. In 2010, with my friend's band, Kevin Devine and the goddamn band, he did Coachella, and we were, like, next to our, like, green room was outside tents with, like, Yo Gabba Gabba, Sigwar Ross. <laughs> um, it was crazy, wow, and, and De La Soul. And so we were all, like, talking to each other, and then the night before, Dave Grohl was, like, cooking steaks because, like, them Crooked Vultures played... And you're Danny DeVito's there. You know, you're just like, this is Whoa. crazy. Like, Jay-Z just played. And it, that, to me, like, those festival, like, that kind of those moments, or even just playing in at the Bowery Ballroom or, like, Rough Trade, when, like, for some bands you grow up listening to, those, like, you know, those kind of shows are, are, are super special and always fun. And, and I, you know, I'm just grateful that those things could happen. And so when they've happened, I'm all about 
kind of like, okay, well, like, let's do what's, what's next. Like, let's keep going. Let's do the, the, like, let's do, let's go over there, you know, or let's go, like, let's do something. What would a European tour look like? Or why not? Let, let's, let's revamp and do something else. So I, and I think the, for the thorn side of it, I think there was one time, um, I think touring can be hard, like what, depending on what music you play, and what you're doing, it could be kind of tough on your body. Oh, and on your body. Yeah, well, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of like gear lifting, and if you don't have head uh, earplugs in, stupid, stupid. <laughs> like little details. Yeah, but... little things like that. And there was one time, this is a ridiculous story, my brother gave, uh, my brother and I, we played this show at Maxwell's in Hoboken, and I walked off the stage with the bass drum at the end of the night, and the sound girl moved the crate that was the step from the the floor to the stage and i just went fucking flying and like the the top screw of the face drum went into my chin and chest it was i I was okay but my brother was like laughing hysterically he was just like hysterically (laughs) he was just like (laughs) and i was just like what is going on man and Luckily, my friend had just like <laughs> rolled a blunt and had Percocet on him, or somehow I don't even know what the fuck was going on. And he was like, "Don't worry, man, you're gonna be all right. We'll get McDonald's. You go home." But then I woke up the next day and I was in fucking pain, so I went to the the hospital and I was like, "Hey, what's going yeah. on? Let me get an X-ray." And the doctor was like, "Why are you still in the same ripped T-shirt that you fell oh in?" Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Well, was I wanted there, like, to show it? a little bit." I, I was like, "I wanted to show you how it happened." He's like, "You could have like if you went home, you could have put on a different shirt." <laughs> and then my friend was with me who then ate like cafeteria food from the hospital and got heartburn and then he thought he was having heart trouble. It was oh, ridiculous. No. It was a weird weird day but there 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 I think things like that. And also I think I like my home schedule like even if, you know, like I like I like routine, you know, and and I think mm. being missing my friends sometimes you miss people on the road. I think it's yeah. also tough to have relationships. I think that's can like you know time and distance could distort things, and you have windows, they only have windows of time. Oh, you know, I gotta go now, and or we're traveling. I think I think that kind of stuff yeah. could could be tough um, because I think it distorts, but it can also actually just change. Yeah, can change things. Yeah, it definitely can change for the for the better too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you know, for the better or for the worse, or or yeah. it's neither. It's just it can change something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, to speak back to your roses of like kind of like just realizing that yeah. you're in a space with all these people. Yeah, I think it's cool because I see with these guests and like with my life, I, I used to go people watching in the mall with my mom a lot and nice. we would just like create narratives for people. Yeah, and it was fun. So I like being able to like, you know, have people actually tell me their their yeah. narrative. And so I see people as like lines in space. Yeah. Going. I don't know necessarily where, just a bunch of lines. Yeah. So when you have one line that is you in this case, watching another line. Yeah. You know, and being influenced by that line and what that line is doing to have those lines cross. Yeah. That's a that's a huge moment. And like yeah. I've found that with myself in smaller ways. And when it happens, it like feels like everything's just kind of sinking in, mm-hmm. and I'm not thinking about what to do next. You know, it's yeah. like 
I'm content. I'm perfectly content in that moment. Yeah. Um, so that's, I really, really like that. It's encouraging to hear that, that that happened. And I, that's just cool. Like I, I could almost picture that night. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. Yeah. No, you know? no, totally. It, it was definitely as artists. That's what we want. Yeah. We want to be in that, that space with yeah. those people at yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. It, I totally agree with you. And there was, there's a dude who's in these Adam Sandler movies. Uh, he's like played a firefighter. I forget his name. He's like one of those guys that's like, forget he plays like the weed dealer in one of the movies. Is he the guy with the lazy eye? Um, I'm not sure. Has a bunch of people that he like recycles. Yeah, but this dude came charging at me Uh backstage at Coachella, and I was just like, and he's like, yeah, like with like wings in his hands, and I'm like, these people are living it up. You yeah. know, they're loving it, and I'm just like, this is nuts, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know what, what they're on, but, it, yeah, it, it, it is really cool to, yeah. to, to, to play alongside and see some of these bands. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, I, I think, I, I like, because if, if I go back in time and told myself that that was going to happen, or, yo, like, one day you'll be on a same festival date with this band and share, you know, I would be like, that's not going to happen, you know? Yeah, or, or it would yeah. freak you out and get in your head. Yes, So you'd yeah. start to try to plan things to set it up that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, nah, just do your thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it, you know, and good things, I think, will happen if you just continue to build momentum and... Yeah. And 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 keep you know, it, just keep making stuff. I think in general because if you don't, you're you don't know what would have happened. Even if you're not happy with stuff, uh, you you might find purpose for it. Like you know, five years down the line to repurpose it or something. Have, has that happened to you? Um, yeah, some ideas musically we've definitely brought back from like old demos or that, but I didn't like the chorus or bridge to a certain thing, but you're like, actually this, this aged well, or now I like it. I hate it when we wrote it or something like that. That that's me imitating myself. No, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah no, I, I do think, um, sometimes that, that, that does happen, you know, but, um, but I just think it's good to not create in volume, but it's, it's best to like, you know, see what sticks, you yep. know? Yeah, because not it. I think saying that you gave something a try is is what is 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 what counts. Than being like, well, I never that never saw the light of day. Like it, it it's it's. I always hear it all the time when people are like, oh, I I wish I played guitar. I never picked up an instrument. And it, I always say it's never too late, right? Because yeah. I don't think they could pick up anything, and they it could be as simple as a recorder or you know a ukulele, something a piano, like. I, I, you just have to make time, you know, and I think it's all about, you know, I, I think the, some people maybe make those decisions a bit more overwhelming in their head, you know, or. Well, I think everyone likes routine. We were speaking about routine earlier and some people's routine is finding things that they're interested in. Yeah. Finding new things that they're interested in and practicing that muscle. Yeah. And then I think some people's routine is comfort. Or just it's going true. to the things that are familiar. Yeah, like not let's not, not put a moral like yeah, and that's you know, okay value yeah. on it. It's just yeah, it's okay. It's like, yeah. but some people practice the the exercise of trying new things. Some people yeah. practice the exercise of doing the same thing. Yeah, over and over and over again. But I think there's a there's value in both. The problem for me is that I am super addictive and obsessive. Yeah, 
So if I find something I like, I'm just going to hammer it. And if I find a lot of things that I like, I'm going to do those things. And there's gonna, I'm going to leave very little room for other things. So like for you growing up, did you ever feel like a pressure or either a voice in your head or were people telling you, discouraging you from like doing all these different things? Because there's a point where you're a kid and it's kind of like, you know, depending on yeah. your upbringing and your, your community, but it's kind yeah. of praised. It's like, you know, good job, Johnny. He's yeah. creative. Like, look at him pursuing the things that he likes. And then it's like, grow up, kid. You yeah. know, did you ever feel a pressure? Um, you know, I, I never did from my parents there that, you know, I think they always, uh, you know, if I, they, they, they knew that, uh, like I, I was kind of focused in that area and was, was determined to try to get out and book shows and book my own tour when I was in high school with a buddy's mom's car. Like they were pretty supportive with letting us letting us go and and travel and and I don't you know I don't really think I had a voice I I did maybe internally like thinking like well my friend went to college and is now working in that field and this person's doing that like what am I like what am I doing where is this going this is great like there's momentum you know touring is great putting out but like what's what's happening I still also have interest in film yeah so I want to do it all, you know, I, I even, you know, and so I, I think it's been great to have my parents, you know, uh, them, have them be so supportive of that. I didn't get a lot of that really in, 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 in high school with some of the like teachers that were like, not, you know, not, not telling you not to pursue your dreams, but you know, it, that's an interesting time because, I th- you know everyone else is smaller y- younger and everyone's deciding what they want to be or what they want to major in and a lot of people change their minds I mean we all change I feel throughout time I'm definitely a yes. different person than I was when I was touring and, and in my 20s yeah. and in high school but I do think um yeah it, it, I'm lucky that they've been supportive you know I, yeah I, for sure yeah yeah but you know, sometimes like my parents were super supportive, but it was it's more the like watching, you know, your friends not drop off, but kind of choose like I'm gonna do this. Friends that yeah. you used to make things with, yeah. creative yeah. things, and yeah. they're like, oh, I'm gonna actually do this that has nothing to do with creative endeavors, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. bye. There's you know? definitely a few people, yeah, like that. Yeah, and you're kind of like, oh, whoa, you know, it's jarring or. You you kind of feel you're like well should I be doing that too or something like that yeah, yeah and I think the voice in your head can kind of mess with you I mean obviously I think you realize too taking a risk if something eventually is not working and it's not right then <laughs> it's good to move on you know as as, yeah. as as you know cliche as that sounds but I think some people like what you were saying love the the comfort zone and that mm-hmm. and familiar with that stuff and. Some people don't want to take risks, but uh, yeah, it it is an interesting sort of uh, you know that that kind of that kind of space. I and, and in general too, there's been talk with amongst like other people, people's like you know 
you date's parents or other people's family members and like, oh, well, you play guitar? Like, you, you, how do you make money? Like, and yeah. that kind of thing is like an interesting, like, oh, you know, like you got to be Eric Clapton or, or else you're like, you'll right. never make, right. like, you know, and that kind of thing that you don't, like people don't even know the level of what you could be doing in the industry. You know, right. you could be a publicist, you could be, mm-hmm. you know, a lighting director, or you could be a, a roadie. Like there's some great money and, and salaries on, on big tours and, and so it's interesting right. when you tell there, there there's always been I've seen that in like p- glimpses of like just interactions with people older people like oh you do that like how do you make a little like, what do you you know what do you do or like almost like they're questioning like your success and its runway you know it's and, weird it's and, like and because financial yeah it's like it's like they're they're asking because we're artists they have permission to ask yeah. how we're making or how much we're worth yeah it's like i don't do that with you when i find out you're a banker yeah or you're yeah. a writer like i'm not like oh cool so what are the numbers on that yeah like, it's what? it, it, this it is, is weird medieval times yeah it's true it's true I'm yes not, i didn't park my wagon out front and yeah. all my supplies are out there with my horse and like my jesters and my my crew yeah my troop yeah like i'm not with a troop it's this bizarre is not what we do yeah, I saw a kid from high school, and he was just all about that. Like, how do you make money doing like music? <laughs> and he kept talking about that he has money to buy a house. And I'm like, I none of the I, didn't, I haven't seen you in like I don't know how many years. And yeah. this is what like it this was is just what weird. we're talking about. Yeah, like I I wanted to just like teleport in that moment somewhere else. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be in this conversation. Or talk. Let's you know? talk about my music, but let's yeah. talk about the music. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. something else. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Lots of emojis for that one. Uh, so, okay. So, speaking of momentum and not volume of work, but just c- consistently making work. Yeah. Did you... T- are you still touring or no? No, I, I, I'll... Like, I do here, here and there, like, shows with uh, my buddy Kevin Devine. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he'll ask, I'll, you know, we just, like, did St. Patty's Day in Boston. and Cool. And, like, little things like that. But I'd like to... Like I like you know I'm gonna try and hit like you know the Northeast here and there throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go eventually on a tour, but I, I I I I did that for a while, and I think now with having a family, once the kids get older, you know it'd be cool to book like a Europe run yeah. and, and and that that culture there when you tour as a, an independent band. It's way different than America. You, they give you a, like a hotel apartment that's connected sometimes to the venue, like breakfast, lunch, nice. and dinner, any alcohol you want. Like it's just this very like oh cool like you you and like they put a band together sometimes and a driver for you. So th- I think it'd be cool to do something like that. That would be I think that's like a bucket list kind of thing yeah. down the line. But 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 since I spent time touring, you know I like. Personally, I love doing Europe, but like the Pacific Northwest is awesome. You know, down from like you know Seattle to Texas, even is great. Um, love that. Like, like I feel the, the scene of people yeah, consuming new and music. New music like Portland's got a great, and Seattle's got a uh-huh. great music scene. San Francisco, they're also beautiful places. I feel nothing against like the Northeast. We have ton of beautiful places here, but it's not the same thing as you know you know it's not the same type of beauty yeah yeah um but yeah so i haven't been touring that much i have just been focused on 
are planning to just put out new music, new music videos for that. Hell and yeah. then maybe do some like a residency again in New York, like at a venue, like, you know, a monthly thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to also just continue to do a lot of film and, and acting stuff. I think that's been a, a, a fun thing to do. Um, You've been focusing on that? Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, I'd like to do more acting. And in, in general, it's been really fun to produce stuff. Like I get a thrill of casting and securing locations and co-directing stuff. Um, but it's also, you know, just trying to find out what's the right thing to work on and how to scale that. And, you know, there's so many interesting conversations we've had pitching around this web series with people at Netflix or Amazon. It's great to just get feedback, you know, and learn what, learn what people, what they're looking for. So it's just, you know, I think it's one of those things, uh, I wish I could the one thing I could do is have more time is like I like luckily I work a full-time job I go home I have a great time with my family but then at night after everyone's in bed I'll pop open and start writing a script or Hmm. I'll throw my headphones on I'll start doing this track or we're gonna go in the subway and film something at night and I almost wish there was more time for just content creation. And right. that's what I'm trying to figure out now. Like, should we be doing like silly Instagram stories every day about a topic that we pick? Or should we be shooting a movie on our cell phone that this stop motion animation is eventually yeah. like, there's, there's so, so many, many options yeah, and writing these ideas down. Yeah. yeah. And especially when you've proven to yourself in a team around you that you can do it because you've done it yeah. before it becomes more and more of like uh you can see it. Yeah. And so it's like then it becomes time management. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with uh, like gathering the content or the inspiration. But for you it sounds like time is the issue, which is kind of a good problem to have. Yeah, I think so. And and uh, and I could always learn more like I think there's a lot of people that are smart and wittier if i'm doing a comedy thing it'd be better to work with another writer or get feedback you yeah know? i think that stuff yeah. is always great to have as having your friends review and, and collaborate more and, and and learn i'd love to learn how to edit to myself more like yep. little things like that or like get a camera of my own that 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 is like a great one of those cool expensive, you know, just to have. But it's funny because if you get stuck on things like that, even when we were talking about gear earlier, for a while I was just like, I, I can't record at home. I don't have this, this, and that. But you mm-hmm. start to buy these things. And even with iPhones, it's just like make something. You know, I think you right. could. we could make music in apps now. We can make movies as a clip. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know. Well, it's funny because I was like, I was talking to my friend and we're thinking about starting some thing together because we're also looking at the options. Yeah. And I was saying, you know, how we could have this type of quality content or this type, like pixels. We're talking pixels. And she was like, I don't know if it even needs to look that good. It's about what you're saying, I think. And I think to an extent that's true. Like if it's 240 pixels like no yeah. one wants to watch that yeah because it not only does it look like shit but it sounds like shit yeah but you know if you're filming with your cell phone i i realize like i have with my cell phone i can take it out of my pocket and within a second like with my old samsung i could um click the home button two times 
and it would pull the camera up. Yeah. I was like, in a, two seconds, yeah. I can go from dark to my life. Yeah. And so I built like a vlog series off of that. And it was successful in that it was a series and I could do it. And yeah. I had material each week for like, I don't know, like 10 to 12 weeks, whatever. And I found narratives that were there. And maybe they're not the best narratives, but That's it's great. like, it's there. And it's, yeah. you don't really need, if you're saying something interesting, that can keep you going. And that'll keep people like coming. Yeah. You know? So for me, it's like, what am I saying? Because I know. I know that I can make things. Yeah. That that has been pro- I've proven that to myself. You know, yeah. I, I don't need to prove that to anyone else. Yeah. But now what I need to prove to myself is like what what is it that I'm saying? Is this worth it for anybody? Cuz I'm sitting here with you now and you're like giving your time. And I'm thinking about the time that you have with your family and the time you have to do all these things artistically and creatively. It's like with every second with whoever's listening to this, is this helpful? You know? And I, and I'm trying to find that balance as an artist now. So, so I'm like, how do you, how do you find that balance? What, why do you make what you make? I guess. Yeah. Cause I watch the stuff that you're making and it's some silly shit. Yeah. 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 And, and we can have, we're probably, we're absolutely on the same page about comedy and its importance, but you know, like, how do you find the motivation to make something where everyone has options and it seems like everyone's making stuff? Yeah. How are you still doing it with this much fire under your belly? No, totally. That's a great question. Um, Cause self doubt or just kind of like being um, overwhelmed by the, you know, specific content or somebody similar that you work with or used to work with or, or seeing so you're like, Whoa, whoa the, like this is going on. I think it's important to stay positive and keep working and, mm. and, and, and competition is great. If not that I look at things like competition, but if people are doing something that you're inspired by and you're like, Oh, that was totally bizarre. Like I want to do something like that. So this show and just our humor is kind of in that, like Eric Andre, Tim and Eric, Kevin Smith. <laughs> and that's really, we grew up a lot of like Kevin Smith and the, and the, 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 David Wayne, who did like uh, Wet Out America, something like we love weird, quirky yeah. shit and imaginative stuff, and we know that some of the writing or some of the storylines may not be for somebody who you know is more of a stand-up comedian or sure. or doesn't just re- or, or loves the show Friends but can never understand watching our show, sure. and and I think that also creating something that may be different and stand hmm. out a bit. Might be might be the right thing and, and cool thing to keep doing and 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 you know just having a unique perspective uh, and there's ways to craft what you're doing and make it better maybe it's the storyline maybe it's the uh, actors you're working with or the 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 type of the show you know um, but yeah it's it's I think that is um, kind of really what what fuels is just being uh being a unique voice in in comedy and and being i find the f- sort of fever dream strange hyper reality yes. a fun thing to just focus on and be weird and i i i know eric andre or tim and eric isn't for everyone you know like that right, it does so right. it, it and so there's a niche for i think everything and um obviously people people do break into mainstream things and 
Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun. And I think ultimately the goal to trying staying active and keeping that muscle going, um, is setting time at least every night for it, whether Mm. if it be, okay, I'm exhausted, I should wash up, but, uh, it's almost midnight, you know, let me spend 1150 to 12 churning out something or let mm-hmm. me try and do something. Let me like, let me research this. Who, who's the, you know, creator or the cinematographer, but like let, something that's involved with your thing yeah, in, in your, your project or how you could like scale it or, or work on an idea or finish a script or reread a script. I think 10 minutes a day, if more is great or work on a track. Cause once, once I had our first kid that was like, how do you manage that time? Because I, I, I see it now, too, of course. But a lot of friends, too, who are family or work a lot or they have an intense position. And, like, I don't have time to do that anymore. How do you find time to do that? It's like you have you are the, the one who is responsible to find time You're for You're responsible it, you know? for your time. Yeah, it's like you think yeah. about some of the things, and even we all do, that we've wasted time on this week that may have been, I wish I utilized my time differently than... You know, and it's not, you know, we try to be wise about all of our time, but I think it's more about, you know, uh, push yourself, you know, and, and, and if you want to do something, then you should you should do your best to make it happen. And if it makes you happy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Part of what fucks me up right now is knowing that if I did have kids. Yeah. I would make the time for those kids. Yes. So course. I look at my life now and I'm like, I know there are areas that I'm wasting time. I know there are areas that I'm wasting time and I'm not even aware of it. Yeah. So yikes, you know? Yeah. But I'm also, so that makes me want to make more things, but yeah. I also want to make sure that the things that I'm making are good still. Yes. So it's like, yeah. ah, and then yeah. to think about adding kids to that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, I'm trying to make things and make humans. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome to see that in you. But, like, also, yeah, something that, like, the craziness of that is is clear in your show. And what I do like about shows like that with, the you know, the, like, surrealism and yeah. the, the crazy humor is that the rules, like, it, it works, what you're doing works within the world. Because the, the rules of how things normally are are broken, and we accept that. It's our yeah. suspension of disbelief as the viewer. And when I listen to your Ben, what was that song that we were listening to before? Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yeah. The layers and the cra- craziness of that and where yes. it's going. And I think you're going to resolve it to the one and you don't go. It sometimes yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of want to. I, I wish that I had the that live podcasting yeah. equipment that you were talking about yeah, so I could yeah. play a clip of it. But. That song is crazy. Thanks. If man. you have Spotify, you guys should go to uh, Brian Bonds and look up Moon Moonstruck. Struck. That's yeah, what I yeah. thought. But then I, the Moonstruck Diner came to my head. And yeah, I didn't yeah, want to disrespect. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. All good, man. Moonstruck. Yeah. The layers in that song is crazy, and it's like to see um, music to to see an artist like allow the music to go where it wants to go, as yeah. opposed to like trying to guide it. Yeah, that's cool, and I see that vibe in you in in your work. Thanks, man. Yeah, I I try to think of that stuff, too, with some of those layers, like kind of viewing a song, almost orchestrating it like it's these 
building blocks of where like a scene in a movie. It's like mm. then this thing's gonna come in and boom, like yeah. It's more like because I I know other people write differently. Like it, Bob Dylan is more of like this is what the story is, and I'm a lyricist, and I'm gonna paint this mm-hmm. message in your head, and it's gonna be awesome. And 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 then you know where do you I, start? I I start uh, always with like having the music inspire the melody. And then I'll huh. be like, oh, this kind of vibe reminds me of this era or story. Or oh, like, cool. Or this person. Or I'm going to write a song about about this. And and I think um, I think with Moonstruck, that song in particular is about being like greenlit to do an opportunity or having a, f- a chance to do something. And then getting the 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 you know classic rug pulled out from underneath you and mm-hmm. how to how to just instantly get back up on your feet and 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 you know um go again and i think yeah i think i kind of start mm. with a melody and then build up from there and I'll, I'll hear ideas like oh we should have this doing the same line as that guitar thing yep. and, but yeah it's always like a th- it's always more yeah more Sometimes my lyrics are—they're more kind of even uh, abstract, and I know what the song's about. But I'm, right. so sometimes I'm not really writing lyrics to like try and also grab someone. If they do, that's you know that's great. But there, it's a it's a song about a specific thing, and I think people take music. How, I mean, I don't know what you know. Some of my favorite songs are really about you know, and and so you don't need to because it's yeah. it's for you and then yeah. the it's for the artist as well. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like as an I, actor, yeah. like with certain lines, you can yeah. give yourself as much stuff to pull from as you need, but yeah. you're not going to tell, you're not going to break down that to the audience yeah. when they come up to you after the show, like that one moment, you're like, oh, well, let me yeah. tell you that like, these are some things that I thought about to help me get here and then yeah. once I was there, it's like they don't need to know yeah, or care. Yeah, it's true. And I think one thing with having kids and or just if you didn't have kids and something else comes into your life where you have this 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 you know schedule to take in you're obviously looking after someone else now another life right yeah. it's, there's a lot to think about but i think it makes you become and i'd say this more about myself sometimes i can be indecisive and so when having the, the you know building a family and growing a family it's made me become more decisive about specific decisions it's like let's do this now or like like, and i think that becomes and i think that becomes comes into play regardless married no kids when you the older you get i think time becomes a bit you know the worth of it like the the runway of a proposition you just know what what's going on and even if it's as simple to go into a movie tonight or yeah you know or or you're gonna do or like should i go do this thing but um it's like using time as like these guidelines yeah. almost. Like, yeah. look, we have to do... It doesn't even matter. Yeah. The decision, like you just need to make a decision. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. And then we do it or we don't. Yeah. Um, that's what part of like doing this vlog with my cell phone. Yeah. Totally different than having a family or a wife, you know, all that. I have one of those things. I have a wife. I don't have a family. I also have a cell phone. But part of the reason I did that vlog thing was, like, making decisions. Yeah. I'm going to record now. Yeah. Now that I'm recording, what am I choosing to say? Yeah. Because this is what I, at the end of the week, this is the footage that I have to draw from. Yeah. To go forward. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. 
I like that. That's great. Yeah, it's a great way to kind of assess time and like you know, like the the it, like this is the meat and potatoes of like what like what are we doing right now? Record, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, not to like keep you too long, I'm gonna no, ask you like not... one more question, really. Yeah, that's and fine. I, I don't really have any anything else. Cool. So here we are now, and you said this earlier, and I love it because I usually use that. I use this example to like ask my guests this question but if you were looking at your life as a kid thinking i was going to be sharing the same space you know playing at the same yeah whatever as blah 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 blah. yeah yeah it would blow my mind or i wouldn't believe it yeah if you know if you could if you could see yourself x amount of years from now doing the things that would blow your mind now what are those things? Or are you already kind of doing yeah. that? Um, from this point on, right? Like right from, now. From yeah, right yeah, now yeah, on, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, think, I think it'd be fun to be more um, in rotation uh, and like active in projects that were, you know, potentially on streaming services. Mm-hmm. It's always been a goal to play a corpse or young high school thief on like law, law and order like that'd be a fun thing to do you know yeah, yeah, i don't know yeah. something silly like everybody every yeah. actor is always like i've been on law and you know i'm like okay uh no but like little things like that i think it'd be cool to be on a show like a like a yep. it'd be that'd be that'd be a fun thing to do because from what i hear too you know with sitcoms if these things run for a while and you're able to like it's it's a project that becomes the norm or a, a routine. And I think that's cool. There is something exciting about short term projects like the, the Ninja Turtles thing. I really loved doing because I wasn't acting in it. Right. I was like more producing and, and, and co-directing. So doing projects like that and, and, and helping other filmmakers out, you know, like more collaborations, but I think that'd be cool. I think musically I'll just continue to kind of put stuff out. And I think, and it'd be cool to continue to work with, um, different producers and artists and musicians that like, you know, I work with one guy frequently, this guy, Chris Bracco, and I could, could, could see us continuing to work on tracks forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, what's great about music is like, you can have someone so remix it. So maybe some more cool producers I grew up listening to or love now to like work with, work with some of them yeah. or being, yeah. Being, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think those two things would would be cool to to eventually kind of see come to, you know, some sort of uh, you know plan to have a, a structure like that. Um, you know, I, I and I don't know how to get there, but I, I do know that just to continue to make stuff and continue. Yeah, to, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I think, think you said it earlier. Yeah, network and yeah. and 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 you know learn from other people, and and I think just. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, see, taking risks and, but, you know, like, and, and as time goes on, like we were saying, I think you become a bit, you become better at your craft. And part of that is, I think, time management and decision making. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks. Yeah. No, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for coming. This was yeah. great. Really easy combo. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what time it is, but I think a lot more time passed than I thought. So to close... And before I let you plug anything that you want to plug, sure. Um, I kind of want to try this game with you, sure. And you may know it, but if you don't, it's called Mind Meld. Okay. 
And it starts like this, where I go three, two, one, and we both say a word, yeah, any word. And then we take that the word that you said and the word that I said, yeah. and we, with those two words, then we think of another category that those two words would fit under, and we say another word. Yeah. So we both keep saying words until our words meld and we're saying, we say the same word. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I think so. So if I say three, two, one, and you say skittle, and yeah. I say bat, yeah, then we think for a couple seconds, skittle and bat, what could that be? Three, two, one, baseball, and you yeah. say movie theater. Then we keep yeah, going yeah, until yeah, we, yeah. Me- yeah. we okay. meld. Our minds yeah, yeah. meld. Yeah? Okay, sure. Okay, three, two, one, crown. Forever. Crown and forever. Mm. Okay. Three, two, one. Memories. <laughs> Memories and queen? Yeah. Okay. It, they can also be short phrases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three, <laughs> two, one. Science. We are the champions. <laughs> we, are the, we are the champions in, in science. science. Um, three, two, one. <laughs> Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was going to say a physicist or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, you were. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you get it? Well, yeah. Let's play one more quick round. It sure. doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's limit it with time. Here's sure. a guideline. We got eight tries. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. Flower. Parking lot. Flower and parking lot. Um, okay. Three, two, one. Urban garden. Uh, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, I could still say a word. Say it. Um, playground. Okay, urban garden and playground, and I'll give it more time. Three, two, one. Jungle. Herbaret and jungle. Herbaret and jungle. Where are we at? So we have six more tries. Herbaret jungle. Uh, three. Two, one, hard rock open. cafe. Hard rock cafe, open. Okay. Three, wait. You ready? Three, two, one, music. Diner, music. Three, two, Jukebox. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. thank you for coming. Yeah. Oh, that was dope. That was dope. Okay. Do you have anything that you want to share or say before we go? Um, jukebox. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, check out um, check out BoboTouch.com for the web series I was talking about, BoboTouch Helpline, and other projects we have coming out. And for the music stuff that I'm doing and past records, you could uh, Google my name uh, and or just be on Spotify, any other streaming services, BrianBonds.com. Yeah, if you're on social media, uh, give everybody involved with this podcast and myself a follow. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, this was fun. Awesome. This has been a Rock Rising Productions podcast. Thanks for listening.